0: hi how are you i'm good i'm good so this is a different chapter within this podcast because i'm actually working towards the final finally releasing this thing right i today i finally made the sign up for the finally paid the fee i paid the dues for the for the actual subscription for the service that puts this on Spotify had some technical issues when I uploaded the first ones so I had to take them down but this seems to be seems to be it now um, I'm wary of saying more than I should uh, because I don't want to waste energy you know getting accolade, accolades for nothing essentially um, because honestly nobody cares you know uh, so far that's that's been the the case uh, nobody cares because i didn't put anything out yet so that's why nobody cares um, i think essentially they they care oh i might need just f- i might just need to find the people that do care right but th- it's it's fine it's okay um maybe by the time that this particular episode gets released maybe things are clearer Uh, right now um, the numbers are all wrong as well because I I listened to some of them um, because I was editing them of course finally right I I was bulk editing like all the audio channels and all that so I was um, listening to some and the numbers are all wrong so this is actually the episode 52 no, fifty one. Fifty one. Cause my I had a college dropout taken down because the audio was, was weird for some reason. It was uh totally distorted. Anyway, so this is the actual fifty one. B- I'm not gonna put the numbers in the titles because that's just confusing and I'm not gonna change I'm not gonna cut each part of each podcast, which I say the number, the supposed number, so I'll just leave it without the number, just with the title in the podcast. I'll, I'll number uh, with the, 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 the season thing, and uh, maybe it shows up the right way. I'm not quite sure what's going to happen there. That's fine. The first 500 podcasts, <laughs> they don't matter, <laughs> essentially. No, that's not true. Uh, depending on the quality you can go far you know uh, depending on how good you are you can go far with the first 100 ones or even 50 ones if you already have some sort of following elsewhere you know that can happen uh coming from scratch coming from like the total zero like a resounding zero which is great i i love the 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 sound of zero you know it's a it's it's steep enough mountain that's worth climbing. So, uh, that's that. Uh, I have this, and I have two more podcasts that I'm producing uh, at the moment, and I will um, release them. Now, I I do have the means for that, and it's just a matter of time, you know, for them to start um, getting out there, and for me to get good, for me to get more more efficient in doing them. Uh, so I h- I'll have to probably redo the college dropout. Maybe I do this today because I recently listened to it and I can talk about that album like very, very, very easily. Or maybe I just throw that into the mix there and whatever, c- whenever comes comes. If it comes again, I don't know. I should probably um, I don't know because if I don't if I don't do that. Anyway, this is more babbling than usual, so let's just get to the point. Let's get to the point boys and boys and ladies okay true eight five, so what is it? True eight five okay, so a very, very very old record haven't haven't revisited this like in a while because it reminds me a lot of a particular time of my life that I don't necessarily like to revisit very much. I was listening to this album a lot when I had my first breakup. Um, it was pretty much like the only sort of um, source of enjoyment that I had because it's a very it's a very clever, very uh, upbeat sort of album it's it's um, described as jangle Pop which you can trace back to R.E.M. you can trace back to somewhat like Teenage Fan Club has that sort of a Django Pop but think of like uh, um, maybe a what's the album from R.E.M.? it's like their big hit can we talk about the weather that that sort of uh feeling to it. That the Smiths kind of did that. Uh, the Smiths kind of inaugurated that sort of a very jingle, um, very um, guitar driven sort of compositions and a very energetic guitar. So they, they, they grabbed the guitar from, from Punk, which was like it's a sped up version of, it was essentially from Skelter from the Beatles, but in numerous forms, you know, and and uh, honed down to, to like, when post-punk came, it became more creative and all that. And then after post-punk, so Django Pop is essentially post-post-punk. And Polaris, music uh, from the adventures of Pete and Pete, this is a very, not very well-known record. It's a very fun, fun album, nonetheless. It's a very solo album. It's a very... It has that feeling. It's interesting that that album came up because I've been uh, not only this year already. R- I already read like three Harry Potter books because I was trying to get into reading. I need to get back into that actually. Uh, but I, I'm also consuming some some uh, young adult media, somewhat, some stuff from my young adult days and uh, or, or whatever. So I read Chronicles of Narnia as well. And I've been I saw SpongeBob the movie which I, n- I haven't seen it. And I saw Paddington as well. And I b- I watched another movie, but that was like not a young adult at all. But it dealt with like high school sort of things, with it's called Pleasantville. It's not a very good movie, honestly. It's okay. Anyway, it's predictable as hell. Anyway, um so I've I've been Consuming that sort of media, and I've been consuming that sort of like that age range between like 15 and 20. I don't know, you can say. Uh, not even for today's standards, but you, you can say that 20 is kind of young adult, right? Um, and this album is a soundtrack. And speaking of Nickelodeon, right? It's a soundtrack for a TV show which is called Adventures of Pete and Pete, which um, I've never seen. A frame of it, but I know of it because of the of this album. So it's a sort of very playful, very like light win. You know the band Win, W E E N. They tend to make like very bizarre thematic albums, and they are very exploratory in a in a very childish way. So it captures a lot of the of a what was more prominent in the past, right? Like kids outside finding out about shit. I think the show kind of revolves around that sort of idea. Very uh, Stand By Me, which is another movie that kids are outside and maturing and and finding out about death, finding out about um, having fights among, uh, among one another, you know, and, and discovering, uh, discovering feelings, um, sort of through experiences in the real, um, the real world, right? And I, th- I think that ex- sonically this album explores the sort of feeling, ad- ad- like adventurous, of an adventurous kid with no smartphone, with no, you uh, know, outside. I mean, besides the besides the immediate uh, the immediate people that they like the f- friend group and sort sort of thing they do discover their internal their internal feelings p- through mm-hmm. other people not through like social media essentially so it's it's sort of like that um the the ideas of the of of this album I'm always trying to, um, not always trying, but I'm I'm always interested in this album because I've f- I felt like it came up in my life in a very unfortunate time, right? And they only have one album, so it's a project from a couple of guys from other bands, right? Is that right? I'm not quite sure, it doesn't say anything here. I think that they just, yeah, it was a one-off musical project. So it was made for the TV show. And it's very, it's it, it sounds like the Lemonheads as well. You know, very similar to the Lemonheads and like to the, you have the spectrum of punk, right? You have the spectrum of hardcore and rock and roll. So that sits kind of to the left of R.E.M and to the left of REM it's like they might be giants like you know into the right of REM there is Wiza there is like even you can you can reach Nirvana you know you can reach like the the mud you know that sort of thing very playful pixies of course uh, very playful um jangle pop rock and roll uh not childish but explores like the nature, the curiosity of a of a kid. I think that that's kind of what what the album is uh, going for, which is a very interesting uh, thing to do in a alternative rock outfit and as a soundtrack as well. It's very catchy. It's very charismatic. It's super peppy, super super nice to hear. Yeah, I love I love this album. I love this album, and I'm um, I'm definitely gonna. Gonna listen to it again, cause I'm, I'm. Every time I talk about something, I eventually revisit someone, cause it just gets my curiosity going as w- uh, again about it, and yeah, that one is a trip. So I was listening to it a lot at the time that I had my first breakup, and it was actually, like the month before, right, that I was obsessed with this album, and I, because it's very catchy, I was like popping it through a lot like popping pills like it was pills you know like it was like a drug is addicted to it so yeah and it was the most depressing situation that i ever experienced the most confusing as well you know um for all sorts of reasons not only because i was living a sort of stable situation living with someone. But the, the whole, how the whole thing fell apart, you know. It's a, a lot of my memories are of that album are attached to that sort of uh, stomach ache. And then after that, I essentially dropped sort of everything that I was listening to at the time, and s- like some artists. Right, I remember listening to Jason Isbell a lot especially South, South Southern and the one that has Elephant, which might be the same one, I don't know. Those, those, two, those two ones that he didn't do with the, the 400 unit, he did kind of solo. I was listening to those two albums a lot at that time as well. And I didn't pick up on, on Jason Isabel and Isabel, uh, Isabel it, uh, until he released new material like which was more rock and roll it was less laconic let's say so i was able to just Mm. get my my groove going with that now one of my favorite if not my favorite country singer songwriter which i don't know if uh, he's definitely country but i mean he he goes beyond i think you know he's genius genius guy genius singer songwriter and amazing vocalist and the one, like, the gray cover that he did with that band, with that particular band, 400 Units, the name of the band, he, I mean, he f- goes hard on that one. It's really, really an amazing album. It's, like, reminiscent of Led Zeppelin, even, even. Uh, and, you know, of course, the role, the whole... Fuck, I'm, I'm doing bad today, seriously. The whole Southern rock, like, Black Crows and... That Flipper and Leonard Skinner, that sort of thing. You know, it's very, very guitar driven. But I'm not talking about that album here. Okay, and very short, very sweet, very peppy, very jingly, uh, very danceable, very nostalgic. Very, uh, it has a very active and vivid imagination. I think the 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 songwriters capture that uh, in a very, very nice manner. And it—that's it. I think that's one more recommendation. There. Uh, this one is a short one. There is a reason for it. Haven't been listening to that album for for long. Uh, can't go into very much tr- into detail. I know it's a very catchy album. It's a very, very, very inviting sort of sort of sound. If you like some of the bands that I that I mentioned, if you like that sort of indie rock like Vampire Weekend sort of thing, uh, this album would probably suit you a lot and it's uh, it's out of the left field, left field for a lot of people, you know? So yeah, give it a try. Give it a try. That you just might like it. Or maybe not. Oh yeah? how was that how was was that a good rhyme